This is Channel 253 Sports. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. We do. It's 710. It is March 5th, 2018, and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast, the premier South Sound soccer podcast in the Pacific Northwest, right here in the city of Tacoma, Washington. How are you folks doing tonight? Who's on the mic today? Who is on the mic? We've got the illustrious, the illustrious, the handsome, the well-coiffed. Oh, man. Ah. This is Casey Catherwood <laughs> coming to you at Flounders BT. Casey Catherwood. Happy to be here. Uh, Tim t- Hamilton. Hey, Tim. How are you? Dave Montgomery. I'm great. Dave <laughs> Montgomery is also here. We are here Happy to, to be talk here about soccer. Man. I was trying to, to make a nice, smooth entrance into the show, but Tim, you guys just like you're trying to defer to each other, and that's magical because we love each other mm-hmm. here, and that's how we, that's how we, because we're family. Yes, Because we're family. I'm so, touched. what are we here about? Since the last time we spoke, we have had some soccer results that uh, are more or less important, depending on your perspective. We had the Santa Tecla uh, at-home match, uh, which was a 4-0 result in the Sounders' favor, uh, getting us to an aggregate uh, 5-2 um, win, advancing us to the... That's enough to win. That's That's enough to win. Advancing us to the quarterfinals in the CONCACAF Champions League tournament that is ongoing. Uh, CONCACAF, of course, is the North American, um, Confederation of North and Central Amer- American football. It's a big, sure. it's a big Close. trophy. And Caribbean. Yeah, basically everything north of the Panama, too. Panama Canal, right? Federation of, uh, North and Central and Caribbean nation football says a coveted piece yeah, of hardware. If you will. It is Spanish, a coveted. Something like that. And it's, it's hard work because we're <laughs> fighting against a lot of, uh, a lot of other teams. That result, uh, put us into the quarterfinals, which puts us against, uh, Chivas de Guadalajara. Uh, coming up on Wednesday, March 7th. So we're going to try to get the show out super quick for you. Um, in the house, of course, we have Casey Catherwood and Dave Montgomery to talk a little bit about S2 after we're done talking about results. Second result of which was the uh, 1-0 uh, loss against LAFC in the home opener at CenturyLink Stadium. Yeah, CenturyLink I mean, Field. It is CenturyLink Century Field. Field. Jesus, but what's wrong? Will it with be CenturyLink Field for much longer, or is that Safeco <clears throat> Field, which is being renamed? Uh, I mm-hmm. believe that's Safeco a good Field question. Safeco Field is changing its name. Safeco oh, Field right. is changing yeah. its name, and they just signed. They just signed Ichiro Suzuki today. Yes, they did. Oh, I saw that. Can but you freaking believe that? This isn't a baseball. It isn't. Podcast, but it's still interesting. Stickball, baby. You didn't come for the stickball, boo. Okay. Going to retire his jersey, like. In two games. And, you know, oh yeah, is that what yeah. it is? It's he's, a promo he's be thing. He's a designated single batter. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he's a hero. And, uh, and we have lots of injuries in our outfield, so it could be a good. No, that's that's thing. that's really neat. I I yeah, that's really the, great. That's cool. This, that's neat. This is a baseball podcast. It is not. It's no, a soccer. No, I'm it's kidding. A, yeah, so proper, no, proper I, I football will, podcast. Getting back to the football here in a second, <laughs> I gotta say that's pretty neat. I'm excited. It is for neat. that. Um, 
Yeah, it would be cool I, I agree with you. Here. Like he'll play a few games, retire the jersey, and then he'll ride off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah. I saw some snark on the Twitters today about you know retirement uh, the league. Mariners retirement league Mariners focusing too much on the past and causing you know issues, but. I don't know. This is not a baseball podcast. We're not here to no, talk about I, that. I love baseball, and I still want to talk about footy, man. The footy, baby. The footy. Okay, so the first result, we had a match last Thursday against Santa Tecla, who were visiting from El Salvador. Okay, so what do you guys remember about that match? The the. First, the four first nil. leg or the second leg? Uh, well, the second, first leg we've leg. covered. First leg has been covered. Um, Obviously, costly injuries to a star. Uh, incredibly player, costly injuries. And that has probably left a bitter taste in many everybody's mouths. Yes. Matches, or, uh, in yeah, where's, their hearts and where's Nate? I need to hear him digress for half an hour on that. Uh, that that digression <laughs> was covered on the last podcast, sir. Yeah, feel hey, free that's, to. That's roll exactly back. what. It, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm referring to. First half of that second leg was a kind of a. It, it was, was kind frustrating. Of, it was like beating your head against. A it wall. was very yeah. frustrating. It was typical Concacaf. Like every every time one of their guys just got the slightest contact, roll around on the ground, get stretched off. Just Concacaf time. Could have been the moisture in the air though. Yeah. It was a bit rainy. And the and their their. That's a joke. Their goal, their goalkeeper. You know, it would take, you know, 20, 30 seconds in between each, you know, just basically wanted to just suck up the, the time because they're winning life out of the yeah. game and then Bunker just ball. get it to an end. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. do what you have to. And you think you're going to get goals scored on you all day. Um, yeah, that's what you do is you, you bunker and you tighten things up a little bit. Dave. Um, so another thought that I had uh, around this was rather than, you know, necessarily blaming Concacafe. CONCACAF refs and players and fouling and persistent fouling and diving in the first half, it seemed like there was a lot of uh, uh, a lack of finishing on our side. Sure. You'd ask me about the first half. I, I was at fast pitch practice and so All right. I got a bit of the second half in. Okay. We'll edit uh, this out. <laughs> so, so I will uh, divert the question to our, our other Casey. Do you have any thoughts on that, sir? I, I mean, just to talk on the the wasting of time and the lack mm-hmm. of finish, it was just there was a there was a, a a void of dynamic sort of let's put an exclamation point at the mm-hmm. end of some of these drives, some of these pu- uh, pushes, and <clears throat> obviously halftime changed all of that. Absolutely. So yeah, we were, we subs- were turning ha- the ball over, and, mm-hmm. and Alfaro was making uh, enemies of whatever 30,000 40,000 people that were there they he i think it was on a tight hammy or something but regardless uh they made some switches at halftime um i think i'm not sure if we changed formation but we brought in magnus the wolf uh it is the year of the wolf after all is it it's the year of the dog the dog well are you gonna be a dog or are you gonna be a wolf i'm gonna be a wolf baby uh uh, like you're thinking Pulled Tony Alfaro and then brought in Magnus. What I ended up doing was uh, that moved uh, moved Nicholas Ladero down to a defensive position, like maybe a number eight, and then uh, Svensson went to center back to play with Marshall. So at this point, that's four unconvincing performances by Alfaro, right? Including we'll get back to that later. Including LA after it's LA, that's five. For... So it's uh, tough times for that kid. So we started the second half, and wouldn't you know, two minutes, two and a half like minutes Like flipping in, a switch. Yeah, exactly. There's some interplay, a, a corner kick. Um, didn't get cleared out quite a bit, or very uh, effectively. And then ball came to the to the near post, and, and 
Bruin met it and flicked it onto the far post for our first goal. And, and mm-hmm. oh, oh, suddenly life has been brought mm-hmm. to 35,000 people. And it didn't stop there. Uh, a few minutes after that, I mean, it was 69th minute. Uh, Nico and Clint worked some magic, also beating the keeper near post, flicking it once again, far post. Uh, there's a theme, if you haven't noticed. Uh, 81st minute. Chad Marshall off a corner kick. Yeah, just, just loses beautiful his header. Watching the replay, everyone's just standing around, oh and Marshall God, runs yeah. mm-hmm. to the, you know, he's outside of the actual post, but he runs to the near post, and then there must have been something they've worked on. Yeah. Flicks it. Far tip, to, tip to defenders. And we got to see Chad a Marshall. cool yeah. Chad Marshall celebration. Absolutely. <laughs> Big old, yeah, he jumps in the air and just. <laughs> he literally <laughs> celebrates exactly how he is, and uh-huh. I respect that. Absolutely. About yeah. Super dad. dad Marshall. Dad Marshall. Just, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Not flashy. Not yeah. flashy. Yeah. But nobody, nobody. We don't pay him for the yeah, flash. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> we we pay him for those sick to, headers. You know, pull a hammy during some sort of goal celebration. Right, exactly. Yeah, he'll do an Oba flip for mm, us next time. That would worry. be bad. <laughs> Oba flip to a bicycle kick to a broken sacrum. Femur. Yeah, probably. <laughs> work out very well. But, I mean, you know, stay goal side of your man, right? Uh, that's the lesson there. See but. man and see ball. Uh, then for the four, we actually got one more goal uh, in the 87th minute. And we mm-hmm. only got free haircuts, by the way. If you didn't know, Great Clips was honoring uh, your free haircuts. Is that why you both have nice, tight haircuts? I, I, yes. I, I, went, I went Friday morning and got my haircut. They didn't know what was going on. They, uh, <clears> yeah. Four goals, so. It's haircut time. I, I went to Supernova. <laughs> Supercuts. Okay. Supernova. Supernova's different. So. <laughs> but the, the last goal was the best goal because it had flares that mm-hmm. reminded me of the Clinton Oba days where there's interplay and running without the ball, the gives and the goes, and you know, Dempsey got the ball from uh from Ikram mm-hmm. and then just placed it right in front of him, split the defenders. Just rolled it right out, and then, like I said, to match the theme of the evening, finished far post, um, and it was just awesome. He, he, he's been yeah. on the field for 25, 40 minutes, gets his first goal. Uh, happy to see that. Any other standout performances? Uh, Henry Wingo comes to mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, uh, it, Wingo went coast to coast. If you remember watching the game. Oh, my gosh, absolutely, yeah. Ball <laughs> from down the line. He, he kind of shields his guy out and turns, and then he's off to the races. He's, he's muscling, and a defender runs full speed to him, and he just kind of slips it down line and then doesn't give a go to himself, runs around the, the defender. And his strides are getting real long. He's got maybe one guy running into the box for him, but he's just kind of kind of winded. I'm it guessing. looked a bit video game-ish, except <laughs> yeah. in yeah, a video game, button. you actually finish <laughs> that, button. and in real life, you... <laughs> You almost run it out of bounds and kind of. And there's nobody to pass it to at that point. I was thinking more like, you know, 1983 Excite Bike. When you run out of turbo, you run off the the course and you just sit there and up the bus for a little bit. So we move on. Pedal, 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 pedal. I think that our opponents came to Seattle thinking they had a genuine shot to. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They they worked hard. They absolutely worked hard. But um, I, I think nobody saw. Uh, Wolf Ikram coming, the lousy performance, uh, that we, that we showed down in, in El Salvador. I just don't think that they were expecting it. They definitely sent their best team and, uh, their best team was what we said it was, which is kind of a, a USL team, uh, quality, uh, quality side that is doing USL quality play, uh, which is good enough in El Salvador, uh, club play. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, they had their home field advantage working for them. 
and uh, we did on ours. Yeah. And it was a, it was a great match. It was a, a really fun to watch in the second half uh, from the fan perspective. Um, I was talking with uh, Kyle Shields and uh, he was remarking that it was really cool that even though we didn't pack the stadium because it was a Thursday night, everybody that was there was there because they wanted to be there because they knew what it was about. They knew what the stakes were. They knew how important it was. And they were there to support the boys on the field. And that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about when you're in the stadium. So transitioning to, and I would love mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts on the upcoming sure. match against yeah, yeah. Do I'll just start with, do you think there's a bigger crowd for that? Or does it even matter? I think thousand percent. Well, well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But it, Sounders, Sounders fans... I think the balance oh, is yeah. definitely going to be uh, more toward. There weren't a whole lot of uh, Santa Tecla jerseys uh, in. You know, There's a lot of El Salvador national teams and flags and stuff like different, that. Different story there's, with this upcoming side. Absolutely different. There's going to be a lot of yeah. There's going to be a lot of Sounders fans that are also uh, Chivas fans uh-huh. or, or that that are going to be uh, supporting the goats. Absolutely. Um, they will be they'll be out there in force. Um, yeah. Any any game where we're playing uh, somebody in Liga MX, I think that's how you pronounce that. Sure. Um, is is going to uh, is going to bring a huge draw first of all, and uh, it's going to bring a lot of a lot of supporters for the other side. It's going to be a wait. blast. No, I can't wait. It's going to be an absolute blast. I won't be able to make it. Tim, you're going to be there. Sure, I'll take your tickets for me. Yeah, <laughs> right we'll on. Take, we'll take your tickets. <laughs> Casey and and Dave, you guys gonna be able to make it? I'll be there. I will be there in spirit. Bum 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 bum. But your spirit is important. Second yeah, week your of spirit uh, is sweet. Second week of the season for first year head coach. Yeah, first congratulations yeah, on that. You. By you the way, cool spirit, Dave. Yeah. Well, thank you. So you, it's your yeah. first year. Uh, it's your second year coaching girls fast pitch. Oh, uh, this is, gosh. Six, seventh, seventh, but for year, this, so. but for this team, but for this team, yeah, my first year as a head coach. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked. But yeah, and you're down that's, there in Tonino, Rochester, Rochester. Yeah. Okay, so from Tonino, teacher Rochester. Nice. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm stoked for for that. But unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, it's gonna take some time away from the soccer uh, part of my life. So. That's okay. But that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah, yep. you gotta have I'm balance excited. in your life that's too. That's exactly it. Absolutely, man. exactly it. Okay, yeah. I, just to just to get the 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 party started for this next round, it's a lot of matches in a little bit of time. Do you what mm-hmm. does it's, that start to concern you a little bit? I mean, I know it, that's the same for for our it, opponents, but also for the Sounders coming off of we and we'll get to it the LAFC yeah yeah. Match. But that's I mean you've got a lot of you're starting to put a lot of miles on the yeah on the tires it's pretty pretty. Very quickly in a very short amount of time. We had uh, a little bit of preseason. We had a nice long break before that. But then we're out of the gate a week before everybody else, before the opener uh, down in El Salvador. We have uh, another match just a week later, um, followed by a match Friday, Saturday, three days later. Then another four days, there's a match. And then there's another match on Saturday uh at Goodness. uh dallas. in dallas is it in dallas, dallas or is dallas here at dallas, okay. we're at dallas okay so Correct. yeah that's a lot of miles and it becomes a, a really uh becomes a, a a pretty serious exercise in roster management and talent management which i think speaks pretty heavily to the result we experienced against lafc right segue 
hey, we're good at this. Yeah. So one nil against LAFC, um, or nil one, I suppose is how you read the scoreline. But how, how did that uh, how did that shape up? First half, how are we looking, Tim? First half, we came out flatter than a pancake. Which twenty minutes in, you know, flat footed, flat energy, flat speed. I don't know how it happens. I mean, we're it's tough. But like we just got done saying. Mm-hmm. We've had we've got a deep team, but we keep rustling around the players trying to find different combinations because we want to win both CONCACAF and right. MLS, but right now we're probably pulling more of our resources towards CONCACAF. That being said, no Dempsey. Um and that's that's a public uh that's a public commitment by the uh by the front office, right? Yeah. We're we're trying to win this bad boy. Yeah. Okay. So it's a shorter road. Yeah, and yeah. yep, and, so a, and a much more impactful game from a lot of perspectives. Yes, yeah, you got the thirty-four game season versus well, we're already you know, home home and away versus a couple of home and yeah, yeah, and then then we've got one, you know, two more games and we're in the final. That, yeah. This is a quarter, so yeah. yeah. Is the final a two leg? Yes, uh, yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the final is a two leg. Yeah. So if we make it, we will play a final here. And mm-hmm. how is the how's the actual? Who uh, hosts? Yeah, campaign. who hosts? Is that a coin flip no or is idea. that yeah, better? So. Yeah, that's okay. We'll have to find that out and report that when it comes a little bit closer, let's, let's guys. Cross that bridge when we get to it. Let's yeah. dispatch of Guadalajara first. <laughs> well, let's dispatch <laughs> then, LAFC yeah, first. Whoever advances, let's uh, let's uh, dispatch LAFC first. We had a, a a fairly young roster out there. Yeah, that would uh, be correct. I mean, well, <laughs> five, five or six starters, not not starting in that yeah match. absolutely yeah. and and part of that too i do want to throw out there before we get too deep in this you know we do have all the roster rotation and whatnot going on but we do have some significant injuries yeah, at the absolutely. moment too which i think on paper we keep thinking hey this team is really deep and yes we are so long as all yep. of those pieces are healthy and so which makes uh, roster management that much harder yeah, yeah. so the, i think that's definitely played a part i i don't think some people start in certain positions if people are healthy yeah so talking about alfaro and dellum uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so the folks that we have out now include what victor rodriguez Correct. with rodriguez, uh quad Leardom. strain we got kelvin leardom we got jordan morris jordan out Lewis. for the duration uh ozzy alonzo's out um who else is so on injury trouble right March. now i want to yeah. say those were the four right? that, that those that are the biggies yeah, yeah. So that's a challenge. Yeah, that's a that's, lot. Those it's, are those are four starters. Yep, that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, and to put together a team that's actually gonna gonna compete against a, an absolutely untried side is uh, that makes it difficult, and I think it makes it um, uh, makes it an easier choice when you're faced with the importance of CCL versus the importance of the opening match at home against a team that's probably not going to perform that well this year. We'll see what happens. Are you talking about LA? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, they're, they're first time putting on their shirts in front of a real crowd. They had three or 400 of their own fans up in the stands led by a silver haired, steely eyed, Will Ferrell, who, you know, wanted that victory so badly. You can't Bob? let you can't let Will Ferrell down. No, if you're if you're LAFC, no, you absolutely can't. And and they didn't, and that's fine. Uh, Bob Bradley was of course very pleased with the result. I'm sure. Yeah, I, it, it, from all everything I've seen watching the game, we we played them off the park, but they snuck a goal in, and that's all that matters. 
So 25 shots on or shots for for the Sounders. Yeah. Yeah. That's. And seven on goal or five on goal, you said. Uh, they they were peppering it. I mean, they were. They, they those will go in, and especially in the second twenty-two half. to yeah. five, yeah. seven to one on target. You know, nine to three off target, and six to one blocked. And at now, the end of the day, I mean, they just got a little luckier with their pokins. And Tyler Miller was a gosh darn beast all game. He was blocking. Yeah, he made a couple of great saves, and one of which from uh, from Newhu's volley. Mm-hmm. Newhu gets the ball, hits it first time. It. it Tyler Miller makes the save, and Simon is just far enough out of the play that it doesn't. I mean, he's facing the he's facing the play. It could have mm-hmm. just bounced off his chest and gone in for an OG, but that didn't even happen. So they were blessed. You know, they must have cashed in uh, a lot of their some uh, karma chips. Yeah, yeah, whatever those are. Or they just you know took out a took <laughs> out a loan, karma and they're going to have to pay that later. <laughs> yeah, which is my guess. They go in the bank. But then um, you know, when we go down to LA, they're going to have essentially the same kind of energy because they're going to be in front of their own fans. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they're going to be tighter, you know, emotionally yeah. and, and spiritually. That's if going to be, they're going to be more. What point of the season is that in? It's Much like later. April 17th, and, yeah. I think is their home opener. So and that's pretty, they're playing us. Cause they're yeah. still, they're still finishing their, their, their stadium. And we'll be in, we'll be in a different shape uh, at that point. I think, I think we'll have some healthier folks. God will in the Creek yeah. don't rise. Um, the 29th. 29th and yeah, LAFC so. is just playing that. all you know, their matches on the road to start this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that's, it's happened in, in other it's happened situations. in the past yeah. significant disadvantage for mm-hmm. your for your season as a whole to be on it the road be. yeah you would think but then um, you get a, a long stint of home matches too true. so you can make a, a really long home stand is 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 a blessing in the summer sometimes you get that energy from your fans and we had a conversation last last week with Heart of LAFC, and um, if you haven't heard it, I'd certainly invite you to go back and listen because they had some uh, uh, pretty good perspective on their roster construction right now, how that's going to grow over the next few weeks, and yeah, go back to the back catalog. Good stuff. So Great content. Uh, we flushed that turd. One nothing. On. <laughs> yeah, it's a lo- it is a long. There's quite a few more matches ahead of. Yeah. Oh, it's it's definitely and and from uh from a management perspective, I certainly think they made the right choice, provided they actually start an A squad or at least an A minus squad against uh, Chivas Guadalajara next week. Uh, actually, on Wednesday the seventh, in two yeah. days from now. Yeah, absolutely. What are the odds of that happening, Tim? I think they're putting all the resources into this match Wednesday. I agree. Uh, it's it's at home gonna be fun and i'm guessing everybody that's healthy is gonna play okay what do we know about chivas de guadalajara de chivas de guadalajara easy for you to say ah exactly um we know that they uh just drew against club america who is probably the best team in liga mx right now um with uh some pretty solid uh offensive pieces uh nate did a little bit of scouting for us today and let me pull that up just as many matches, if not more, in the last twenty-five days. Then, yes, they've been they've had a, a pretty congested uh, schedule as well, and they are sending their strongest squad uh, that they have right now. They're sending basically the same lineup that they sent against Club America. It's a bummer. I was hoping that we could get points, like you know, maybe play a softer yeah. side of Sears. They're here, not, and then, yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I think I think that's what you were uh, hoping. Yeah, <laughs> aren't they sitting at like seventeenth or something like that in the in their yeah their kinda, standings? I I kind of feel like maybe at this point they're 
Hey, let's let's salvage the season a little bit. Let's send our strongest yeah. 18 and and Maybe. see what happens. Well, we see these guys as our short path uh to the final, right? We we definitely feel that we got a, a pretty uh a pretty cushy uh side of the bracket this year and still a big name and a big it's still a big name big team with a lot of pride absolutely and they are definitely trying to prevent us from running the score up against them i can't wait the other side of the bracket is absolutely madness because well, uh, they've got tigres they've got well yeah basically go ahead, sir. uh the other side, toronto toronto's playing uh i want to say tigres and then they play club america we are, are going to well, the winner of this match will face the winner of the Club Tijuana and uh, New York Red Bull. They're playing each other, and then wow. they're going to uh, f- go into the semis with us or Guadalajara. And on the other side, uh, the Toros <laughs> the Toros are going to play Club America, and that is going to be a bloodbath. So basically, yeah, this is a lineup that played against America over the weekend. Uh, a guy named Polito uh, leads the team in goals, so he's going to be pretty dangerous. You're going to watch out for uh, Cisneros and Javi Lopez in midfield. And, of course, they are coming to attack because uh, this is very attacking soccer down in Mexico. Um, and Club America also has one of the strongest defenses in the hemisphere right now. So <laughs> they're not going to permit a lot of scoring, but they're also going to be really good at hold up play in the uh, in the midfield. Um, and they're going to be coming to attack very heavily. Um, I think they, A, don't want to run up the score, and they want to walk out of CenturyLink with a win. They think we are also the short path to a CCL final because who they play next is not a match for uh, for them or, or for us. So I think that's about it. Beautiful. Tim, any additional thoughts there? I'm always I'm always the pessimist. I always look for the... Uh for the worst. So I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I assume the worst. Oh yeah. And it's going to be a challenging and exciting match and it will put, put this roster to the test. So who do you expect to see out there on our side? I haven't seen Kihi yet, so I doubt they'll okay. put him in, in this match, but he'll be back, in the 18. Back four, I'd probably say new who mm-hmm. Marshall Svensson and Dellum. I mean, do we have any options at right back? Well, McCrary. Marshall Svensson, not Marshall Torres? Well, I would I would think McCrary was held out of the LAFC so we could have him for Wednesday. Okay, yeah. That's kind of okay. what I was thinking. Yeah. So you want... Oh, I, okay. So uh, Torres just doesn't doesn't instill confidence because he, of last season, it took so long for him to kind of get his stride. He was around, but it was just kind of... Curse me for saying this, but just okay. rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, and it was just a hot mess. Uh, I, I will still take... If, if Kihi's not ready... Torres over. I would definitely still take Torres, and over then put uh, Roldan and Svensson in the the yeah. center defense. Or would okay. you put uh, Ladero back as want, number eight, which is also a great idea. I kind of I kind of like what Schmetzer has been doing here with, you know, in this last game, Torres uh, was there, pulled him, and then uh, Svensson could drop back. So that could be a possibility. Maybe Ladero drops back, or maybe that allows uh, Ikram to come in again. Honestly, and I oh would... my God, what a what a great second half sub he is! Oh if, yeah, if you oh had the God. option to get Ladero back, if we're gonna do a four two three one, then have Ladero drop off, have Dempsey be back in the center mid, have Ikram on the right, and what do you want on the left? Or Ikram could be on the left, maybe Wingo on the right. Whichever works. Perhaps. I'm just I would rather have Ladero and Dempsey not occupy the same space. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. So are we and gonna go with the, the relationship between I'm using my fingers, the relationship <laughs> between uh, uh Wolfie and Deuce. Deuce and Wolf. Ow. Ow. 
werewolf. 105.7. Deuce and the wolf. Yeah, there you go. That's your uh, that's your uh, morning like, show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. my inappropriate 90s shock jock uh-huh. radio show on channel. Uh-huh. It's 41, been in 41 minutes past the hour. <laughs> traffic, weather, weather, traffic, traffic, weather, traffic. traffic, traffic, traffic. <laughs> 47 degrees. A lot of sound effects. Traffic on the nines. <laughs> yeah. You can add some sound effects in in post, right? <laughs> but I won't because I'm going to try to get this out tonight. Okay. Oh. I know. So we just got to make sound effects. And then brewing up top. Exactly. And brewing up top. Oh, and fry. We'll probably keep frying. So you think we're going to go with the 4231 again, or you think <laughs> we're going to try that 442 diamond at the half? We, we're not really good adjusters at the half right now, or at least we we're haven't good tried. At starting. Well, yeah, I, I think I'm going to agree with you more. If we take a look yeah. at our last two games, did we step it up in the second half I'm against thinking, Santa Tecla? And then did we step it up in the second half against LAFC? We stepped it course, up in the second half against Santa Tecla. I we will, did step it up in the second half against LAFC without result, but that wasn't their fault. Yeah, really. I, I I will also give a tip of the cap, maybe not just to, to Schmetzer here, but again, Wolfie. Yeah. Yeah. Huge I, I difference mean, maker. Yeah, that's a huge difference maker right there. He's so start, fantastic. Start with an attacking, you know, Attacking a, a band, make whatever we've done the second half of each game. Uh-huh. Those guys in first, and then we can make adjustments after we score two or three goals, and then we can park the autobus. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just score like five goals. All right, more free haircuts. Right, I yeah. do it every week. <laughs> just keep it trim. Yep. Worst Ooh. case scenario, they charge you what fifteen dollars for a haircut. Fifteen, yeah, maybe round it up to twenty if you tip for the tip. There you go. Well, just so the tip. That's what we're hoping. I mean, let's let's be realistic but optimistic. Giggity. But um, <laughs> let's see if we can't get a, a couple of goals and a couple of points. If we can keep them from getting a away goal, then we stand a much better chance. Absolutely. Exactly. I am. I am convulsing. <laughs> Apparently, it looks I like I don't see that happening, but I am certainly uh, positive in my emotions around that desire. Yeah, How about I that? like that, Popfish yeah. Man. Say yeah, that. right on, Speak man. Speak it into an existence. Yes. That's the secret. It's going to happen. Visualize goals. Visualize success. Success. Follow our defense. Visualize. Go out there and Synergy. support your boys. Go out there and support your boys. Synergy. I will donate my tickets to the cause. I think we should have like Tony Robbins give our uh, no pregame speech. Sure, sure, Tony okay. R. Big Tony, do you, do Big you know, T. Do you have any idea who He's that so is? He's so tall. Banana hands. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, all right. Now the reason we're here is to talk. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a little bit of a break, uh, refresh our beverages and tell you all about them. And then, yeah, we're going to get into S2 soccer. Ah! We're going to give you the rundown. Of... I'm not sure. What... Oh, okay. That's what that is. Yep. <laughs> I'm confused, too. It's, it's the okay. squeegee on the windshield, baby. I'm not sure if it was the 76 Mine, mine was mattress springs. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, jumping, right. on jumping on the bed. That's no more monkeys right. jumping I'm on the bed. And I'm jumping on the bed. Squeet, 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 squeet. That's where you guys went with that. Uh huh. Okay. This is a family show. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, not safe for work, but it is family. And if you're gonna make a family, that's gonna help you out. If we're gonna make a family, listen bed, to this no, podcast. If you want to make a family, you ban jumping on the bed so your children don't get hurt. Okay. 
Pop All right. Man. After the let's take a break. I can drink. I can we are drink. definitely <laughs> going to take a break. You are listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Flounders B Team Podcast. This is Steve, and we are back in studio with Casey Catherwood, Tim Hamilton, and the illustrious, the beautiful, the handsome Dave Montgomery of ah. Sounders Community Trust. I feel like you're overselling me a little bit. No, you're Thank great. You. No, we appreciate your company, and you're always uh, a nice person to have uh, on the show. Last time you were on the show, uh, we talked a little bit about um, uh, Sounders 2 Tacoma which is a new franchise up here in Tacoma and Casey and, and Dave are, are here. Oh, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're making faces at my, uh, at, Oh, I just took a big sip. Why don't you tell them what we're yeah, drinking? What are we man? drinking? What are we guys, what are we drinking? Tim brought know, a, a lovely, uh, crown Royal bourbon mash. Can you give us some tasting notes on that bad boy fella? You taste it. And you tell me, I'm going to go read the box, back of the box. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go read the Bible. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that's what he was gonna say. <laughs> you take a sip of it. I'm gonna go get right with God. Tasting notes for the <laughs> bourbon mash, my friend. <laughs> a flavorful whiskey from the Crown Royal Blender series. Huh. This special blend showcases the warm vanilla and subtle oaky notes. NPR voice of our bourbon mash whiskeys, among the most flavorful and complex of the five unique whiskeys recipes. Whiskey recipes that comprise the extraordinary Crown Royal Signature Blend, aged in a combination of new charred American oak and X bourbon barrels. The result is a richly, richly layered, perfect balanced whiskey that has the complexity of a bourbon with the signature smoothness of Crown Royal. Enjoy on the rocks or mixed in an old fashioned. So Casey's having it on the rocks, but it doesn't look like he's enjoying it. It. It's it's strong. It tastes a lot like the box. I mean, let me tell you, yeah. it really it tastes it tastes kind of like the like the actual box. Like if you licked the like box. Like if you ate the box. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I thought it was a little I, tangier. Uh, you know, uh, at first at first glance, sure. Yeah. I mixed my first. It's drinking. a, it's the a second glass is very boxish. It's not a uh it's not a uh it's not a chugger. It's a sipper. How do we make this podcast scratch and sniff? <laughs> we do not have the technology for find that. Find the way to Put make this arm. podcast oh, scratch. Uh, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, Fourth Street, Tacoma, Washington, and we will send you something that smells like us. Take off your shoes. <laughs> Ooh, wait five seconds. How much does that cost? Uh, just a self-addressed stamped envelope, baby, and a little note saying who you want your art- artifact to come from. If I, we get an influx, I want Dave. I want oh, what is it? The Ode de Dave. Ode to Dave. Ode to Dave. Tim's muffin top sweat. Beep. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about. Speaking just of, rub a sheet of paper about, on your belt. Let's talk about Sounders too. Soccer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't want. I'm gonna, oh. Don't make me. Don't make me think about that. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and ship you my used tank top. 
Right this is the now. greatest podcast ever. No, this is this is trash, man. <laughs> You're making it better though. Well, I we'll appreciate it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We'll it could be fun. Out. All so, right, uh, we're, we're, drink, we're drinking whiskey. Um, it's lovely whiskey. I'm drinking shop. Costco Scotch. Costco Scotch. Yeah, and I, then I also have a glass of the Hornitos from that last was, week. I think I went to school with a guy named Costco Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> was he a woodshop major? <laughs> um, he was soft spoken. Smelled of aged oak. I'm not sure I'm tater. Mm-hmm. Oh, Costco Scotch. <laughs> we hardly knew ye. That's right. Let's talk about Sounders too. What? All right. That's what we signed up for. That man. is what we signed Come up on, for. We're very man. excited about uh, the new team here. And uh, Casey's had extended conversations with most of these guys, and you're you're taking them on tour of the town. Is that what's happening right now? He's Tell them me about that. Later this stories. week, I'm taking the Sounder boys, Sounder two boys, and I sit. When I say boys, it's not like like when I talk to you men and say, "Oh, come on, boys." It's like actually, I'm going to be hanging out with like a, a lot of boys. Teenage uh, yeah. boys. They're like nice, uh, handsome, sort of like uh, what do you call clean them? cut, clean cut, yeah, okay, teenagers, yeah. and they are all so so kind, and I can't wait to show them Tacoma. I mean, I've set up a little gauntlet course for them to go on and get the see the sights the smells and we're gonna film everything so you will see it all sounders That's two fantastic. fans fantastic right and on. sounders fans I'm sounders family you will enjoy these uh, right on what we're getting out of these kids everybody from the mothership on down it is going to be a wonderful thing for me to go through as someone in charge of creative marketing for this team to have these players that are so excited to be filmed and talked to and learned about. And I think that that's a really, really cool part of what the Sounders are doing here is they're finding these talented kids. But somehow, and I don't know if it's through uh, extensive evaluation evaluations, but they're all, they all seem to be very sweet and kind and hardworking and earnest and... You obviously can't practice that. This is just the heart that these kids have. And if they're the future of the team, then I would say that that is going to be a dynamic, powerful locker room. So who are your standout personalities, the folks that you think might be developing some leadership skills for the team? I really like Francisco Narbonne. He is a very kind, kind individual who's just got a hilarious personality well, I mean, Ray Sari is the captain of that team, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. he's sort of already acting like a prickly kind of veteran soccer player. So I thought he, that was kind he of he might cool. even be the oldest. He on is the, the squad. oldest, and he's yeah, twenty two yeah. years old, which we all know is very young. Yeah, nineteen ninety five, by the way. Yeah, that's when you were twenty two. No, no, that's born when in. He was born. I just wanted to <laughs> wanted to upset some of the listeners. Nineteen ninety five. It's kind of fun for me to see the players that are all buddies, you know, and they're mm-hmm. joking around with each other while they're getting their headshots taken and doing dances. And uh, what is? Does anybody know what that dance is? Where the kid with the backpack sort of swings his arms in front of his. Yeah, I, I know the dance. Is that the like the blanket dance you. thing where they? Where he's like, just it's backward and forward and backward. Shandon Hopiow did that on camera for us, and Fantastic. it was absolutely ridiculous. He was not very good at it, and I that makes it even that makes better. It better. And yeah. he <laughs> was be real. he was just so into it though, and and uh-huh. you will see that on a video board at Cheney Stadium, an HD video board, mind yeah. you, as nice. we are un, have undergone. 
upgrade, the upgrade, process upgrade. Of HD conversion. That is fantastic. So you will be watching all of your USL streams yes. when the team. If you are unable to make it to a match at Cheney Stadium, you'll be missing out. But you can watch it in a 1080 stream on YouTube. That is the, fantastic. Uh, USL streams. So that was something that was really important to us. Something that my team has undergone a lot of work to do. Shout out to our technical director mm-hmm. Anthony Finney who would be an awesome interview on your show someday. He makes magic happen and deserves a ton of recognition because he it's not a very easy thing to piece out the amount of money and the equipment. You're talking about your guitar center setup. Yeah. This is <laughs> so many of these boxes and cameras yeah, and yeah. cables and going back and forth and pricing it out and it will be worth it, but it is by no means like, something that he ju- we just snapped our fingers to make happen. I can't, or any stadium snaps its fingers to make I happen. I can't really tell you why my microphone is actually recording something onto the computer right now. So no, no we idea. just figured it out and it worked. And and somebody with that kind of talent and skill and technical ability is wow, that's Cheney fantastic. Stadium streamed before this all in <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to say 480 mm-hmm. to MILB, MILB TV and any sort of isolated cut that we got of mm-hmm. something that happened in our stadium whether it was a highlight or some piece of awesome because we know there's such awesome game entertainment at Cheney Stadium you'd be seeing that on the cut of that in 480 so 1080 should be much 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 cleaner and cooler so does your uh, your big board support that resolution yes okay yes. so so that's um, that's another really really exciting part of the the whole conversion is that video board is going to look sexy if I so, might if I might say so thought in my mind um if you don't have anything else going on on an away match is that something that you could uh stream into the stadium yes the answer is yes yeah is that something would people come to it that's a question i asked the to podfish and how many people would you have to get to make it financially feasible to make it work i would have to talk to someone but i think that's like a promotional kind of really fun open up sell some concessions and, and make a day of it yeah Okay. That would be fun. All Camp, right. Camping. I'd show up. Camping. If you would like to do this um, and get out on, well, they won't let them out on the grass, right? Write your congressman. Maybe. It's not necessarily. Okay. That's, that's not out of the question. Not out of the question. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about that. That sounds like a, a fun and exciting adventure. Also, to find the times in which that is yeah, not corresponding with the baseball, baseball game could yeah. be very, very interesting. They but it, overlap- it might just work out to one great match that we all watch together or whatever it is a fun s2 away party but it sounds like a lot of people in tacoma are excited enough about this team yeah that they're going to be going on some away dates on their on their own accord so you said yeah we're we're definitely excited about that we're trying to put together a las vegas trip for at least one or two of the folks on the flounders b team uh we're looking at uh sarah and i are looking at colorado springs because we got some friends out there that Mm -hmm. live in uh uh, manitou springs very cool um and uh it's just there's so many places they're really awesome that have usl teams iowa if you, you go, go to, to Manitou Iowa Springs, you, you have to go to Cripple Creek. There's no diving. We, we did like a, a lot mini, of exploring you, around mini there. Vegas in the middle of oh no no no, no we desert have yeah it's no no amazing. Isn't Vegas in the we, middle of the desert? We went up to well, Colorado. We went, um, my apologies. I guess Vegas isn't yeah. We went up a hike that was overlooking Pikes Peak or underlooking Pikes Peak, yep. and you can see like the the tiny ants of people just walking up the Pikes Peak so stairs. Cool. Yep. It is so cool to watch and so cool to to know you're not there. 
Um, and hiking in the Sierra Nevadas is, or the Colorado, uh, the Colorados or the Rockies, Absolutely. the Rockies uh, is a, a little bit of a different experience for sure. Um, it's a little more sparse as far as vegetation goes. You don't have quite as much over your head. Mm-mm. So you feel like you're getting a giant sunburn, even if you slathered yourself. It's easy in to sunscreen. get sunburned in Colorado. Yeah. Oh yeah. So should we ask Mr. Dave M what he thinks about the Sounders two roster, or did you have another question? So from for a me? performance perspective, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about these guys? What do you think uh, our opening match is going to look like? Um, that is on the that is on March sixteenth. Friday, March sixteenth. Friday, March sixteenth. Tickets be available there. at s two tacomacom Oh, how many have we nice sold? Plug. How many how many it's season going tickets to be, have we sold? It's going sold? to be crowded. Okay. All right. Cool. Are you able to tell us how many season tickets? holders or, or I, I don't know the number okay because I, uh, I i i do have to say i was seven i was pretty impressed it's definitely more than seven that's for oh yeah sure. thousand uh the preseason well, party was it was, was whack it was great it was yeah whack. it was, it was, it was, it was wiggity wiggity whack wiggity whack and, and i was no, is whack become whack less is, whack if you make it wiggity whack i don't know i don't know it was the opposite I, of whack there were a lot it was of people the there opposite yeah. of it was a snowy weird yeah day full of other things for people to do and well, count me not surprised that Sounders fans show up and support and represent, and I ECS think that that's a, already a. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's a it's tremendous not just indicator a, of what the. Season Emily is and going Larry to look and like. a couple other folks from ECS did a really great job of uh, pumping up those uh, memberships. Oh, and they had a party at uh, um, at uh, what's the brewery that we went to after the game? You didn't go. You weren't there, Tim. Little Jerry's. Not Little, Little Jerry's, Jerry's. The breakfast restaurant. No. The Seinfeld themed breakfast restaurant. <laughs> the Ram. <laughs> Did you know that was a thing? I bet you didn't know that Is was that a thing. Is that in Tacoma? Dave. Yes. What? Shut the fuck can up. Can we please do an episode from Little Jerry's? Yes. Yes, we Seinfeld can. We will do breakfast oh my restaurant God. In Tacoma? We will take this show on the gosh darn road. It's Sign not just a vaganza, it's an extra. Extravaganza. A Costanza extravaganza? Cheers. I'll cheers to that. <laughs> uh, they make the uh, um, P51 Porter and the Wingman, Wingman Brewers. Okay, yes. Uh, they had a, a party uh, for ECS at the end of that. You know, they served a lot of beers, had a little bit of a potluck because they realized at the end they didn't serve food. So um, you know, somebody made some awesome bean dip, you know. It's very cool. Yeah. So but the community here is great, and uh, we're really excited. We're really excited for this, and that opening day is going to be so legit. Expect quite a bit of fanfare. Expect quite a few explosions. Expect a an interesting and entertaining halftime show, and expect 90 minutes of Sounders 2 soccer with a bunch of players that are returning for the first time in S2 history, yep. which is really, really cool. And I would love to hear your thoughts on some of the, even just one or two promising players, Dave, Absolutely. because it's... They're young, you know, they're very, very young yeah. and they're all very nice. And I tend to really like from my job players based on how like how cool they are and not so much. I haven't got to watch them play yet. Somebody obviously my a favorite players card for right. Right. Well, obviously my favorite player on this team or on this, you know, <clears throat> on this roster will change once I've watched a few matches. Of course. Could be could be Denzo Ulysses, could be. Uh, I don't know. Could be anyone. Um, Tasting notes for your Sounders F2. Ooh. <laughs>
yeah, I'll I'll jump in here and kind of piggyback off of what Casey said. This is the first time that we've had a significant amount of players come back because from from season one to two and mm-hmm. two to three, we we had three each year, and they they weren't also necessarily the three that that the average fan would expect back. Right. Um, and and a lot of that just had to do about when they were signed. So when they signed, they probably signed a, a year and a half long contract because they were a, a midsummer signing of some sort. So um, that first and foremost was really nice to see that nine boys were, were coming back uh, almost immediately. Nick Hines was signed uh, on top of that as well, which is really cool. Um, he had played in the Sounders Academy, had actually played for S2 uh, a few games before he went off to the University of Akron, which if the you, Zips, the Zips, if you follow college soccer, that's one of the premier mm-hmm. uh, programs for for men's soccer. So uh, he went out there for a couple years, and and now he's back. Uh, I heard some people kind of kind of whisper in the background that, hey, we've seen Hines at practices a lot. We've seen Bawana at practices a lot. I bet you one of those guys will sign. And uh, lucky for us, both of them have signed in the organization. Of course, Bawana to the first team and, and Heinz to, uh, to S2. So uh, Heinz is exciting. Um, he's compared a lot to kind of like a Joven Jones, uh, where he's very good on the ball, but he's a left back. Uh, so he'll be able to bomb up and down the left side, uh, very much like a Joven Jones or like a new who. So uh, he's going to be a really ex- exciting addition uh, to the squad. Uh, last year, I was extremely, extremely high on uh, two guys that you mentioned already, and I, I took a look. Both of them are the oldest players on the team, both 22. <laughs> uh, Francisco ancient, Narbonne. if you will. Yeah, ancient. And and I will also say again, both really nice guys. I've, I've had more conversations with Narbonne than Sari. I don't know how that's worked out exactly, but uh, Narbonne, very, very nice young man. Sari is too. Um, but man, in that six and eight tandem, they they were they definitely felt like a, a USL equivalent of Roldan and Ozzy Alonso, which was like super exciting to watch um, and think like, oh, my God, these these guys are so young and they're only going to get better uh, with more time out on the field. So uh, sorry, is your captain our bones, the other the other oldie on the squad, <laughs> which is really weird to think about. 95. Um, Old man. 95. Sorry. Yeah. 95. So that's, that's uh pretty crazy. Um, also coming back uh, from last year, we have uh, three forwards at the top. Uh, Felix Chankum, Shannon Hopiao and David Olson. Uh, Hopiao and Olson had been in the Academy. Uh, Olson played some soccer at uh, Seattle U uh, had a very uh, successful college career and then decided to come out after his junior mm-hmm. year. Um, you know, I, I would have to say things maybe didn't go out exactly as planned uh, for, for Olsen last year. I, I know he had a little bit of an injury bug, which seemed to be kind of the case for everybody on S2 last year, but uh, only ended up with four goals. Uh, Felix Schenkem is an interesting one because uh he's another part of that Cameroon connection that we have now mm-hmm. uh, kind of started with There's three guys on this roster yeah which That's is starting to turn which into is a talent pipeline isn't it yeah it really yeah. is you know and it and it did start out with uh with Mark Ojong Willie Kapawa and some guy you might have heard of named Nuhu <laughs> so 
you know, those were those were the three guys that started and and Ojong is still playing in in USL. He was pretty exciting, but I kind of understand, you know, um, maybe he's not necessarily the right fit for us. But of course, everybody and their mother was like, yeah, that new who Tolo guy, he needs to stay with us. So <laughs> uh, people have been pretty high on Felix Chankum. He's kind of an up and rising star mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of people. He's been named by name uh, in Schmetzer by Schmetzer in some of his interviews. So uh, he's a guy that you'll see up top in the in the four, two, three, one. A whole lot. Hope Yao and Olsen can get out wide a little bit more, or they can play on top as well. Well, Olsen more specifically can uh, he can go up top if if Chankum isn't there. Um, two other guys that are kind of exciting to think about: uh, Azriel Gonzalez signed last year at the tender age of fifteen, oh and so now he is <laughs> sixteen years old uh, playing on the team. Um, his, I, I would say with, with Gonzalez now, he's been killing it in the academy for a couple of years now. He always plays up. Um, so as, as a U16 last year, he played a lot of U18 and was still successful. Um, he got onto the pitch with USL and then you're kind of like, oh, that's a 16 year old boy. Yeah. Right. You know, and so that was, that was kind of tough. And he even said it in an interview himself. Again, nice young man, very cognitive of where his abilities are at. And he flat out says, hey, as I get bigger and stronger and with my abilities that I have now, a lot of confidence. I like it. He's but with my, with awesome. my, uh, yeah, puberty's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's got a lot of growing up to do. He's actual. Uh, yeah, he's, kid. Yeah, yeah, he's not, he knows he's going to get bit by that radioactive spider. Yeah. yeah. And in, in fact, as I'm looking uh, at the online roster, he's now listed as five nine. Like, I'm pretty sure he was probably five six last last season. So so give that kid some. So milk. good. He's finally yep. hit his growth spurt. So somebody's got to take him razor shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, I, hey, I you got to teach these boys club. how to we be a man. We can just get a mail to the, oh, the yeah. Starfire. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Shave Club is not a sponsor of this show, <laughs> or a sponsor of S two or the yeah, right. or my personal brand. Yeah, I'm a Harry's guy myself. Just, okay, very but, good. Yeah, whatever, whatever works. Yeah, we'll get him shaved. Nice. <laughs> Shave him up. Let him grow. Well, like the Yankees, you missed a spot the on the shoulder blade there. Yeah, I don't think any of the players have beards. Maybe Ray Sorry, Sorry has a Ray Sorry has a, has a has a a nice nice beard there. But Felix Shankum definitely is the opposite of Osriel Gonzalez in that he is a very tall, sturdy sort of. Him and Sam Rogers are like, oh, those guys oh actually my look God. like soccer Sam, players. Yeah, Sam Rogers is a is a big kid. He's six three. Uh, but before I get to the back line, though, I do yeah, also yeah. want to mention I'm sorry. Uh, Ray Serrano. No, oh, you're yeah. okay, man. I do want to mention Ray Serrano, too. Uh, and also a slight shout out to uh, Kyle Gervin. I was like, hey, I don't know much about some of these Academy boys here like Ray Serrano. So Kyle Gervin, also part of the Sanders Community Trust, and he is invested heavily in our Academy kids and what they do. He follows them along. He is a huge fan and supporter of them. So uh, he basically told me, hey, Ray Serrano, same story as Azriel Gonzalez last year. He's 15 years old. Uh, he's currently listed at 5'7 and 125. And I'm sure that's 125 soaking wet. Soaking wet, wet yeah. Um, <laughs> what's cool about him, uh, he's from Moses Lake. Um, so he's somewhat local, um, had played for the Spokane Sounders, one of our affiliates over there. 
um, basically was killing it over there. And it's like, all right, young man, come over to the our main academy uh, over here. And, and he's played in 17 academy games this season and has scored 17 goals. That's crazy. Which is pretty, pretty insane. So uh, he... He feels that he's a, a bit of a, a up top attacking type of player, like a, a number nine. Also, he tries to model himself after after Clint Dempsey, which I'm sure Cat will like. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Cat High. Um, so, anyways, uh, that's that's a little bit about them. Now, you mentioned Sam Rogers. That's another great young man. Have you talked with him? Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm sure you've talked with all these guys, but uh, Sam Rogers. God, he's a big kid. He's six foot three. Uh, graduated from from Ballard last year. Um, if if I have the story correct, it's his. He had this day where he picked up his high school yearbook, then went to Starfire, signed a USL contract, and then signed the 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 short term four day contract to the first team, so we could mm-hmm. play in the USL. Uh, excuse me, the Open Cup game that night. Uh-huh. So it's have it was a day, young man. So cool watching him. Yeah, and. His development's been amazing. One really cool thing that I think people forget about Sam Rogers is that in the academy, he also played defensive midfielder. So he's actually very, very good on the ball, can distribute it from the back as well. So this isn't just going to be some big lumbering center back that's going to clear balls away and you're going to feel safe. Like he's a guy that can you can build through Mm -hmm. all the way from the back, which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, Rodriguez L is another big guy that uh, people are are really high on, and and I have to agree for good reason. Yeah, yeah he's he's a very very good center back. So, um, I'm still. We were talking about this earlier uh, about where is Marcus Fjortoft, our second round draft pick. I I do still hope he gets signed because that would be fun. How tall is he? Six was, five yeah, or something like that. Yeah, so that would be fun to see him kind of brought into the fold. But hey, even if we don't sign this the second round draft pick, the two center backs that we have at S2 are absolutely legit. Um and I'll mention these two other guys and then I'll I'll be done. I'll, I'll have said my piece, but <laughs> no, uh, Den- Denso Luis uh Ulis is a uh Haitian U19 national. Um he's he showed some good flashes last year, but he, like a couple other players, got injured for large portions of last season. So it was kind of like, wow, he looks really good. And then you didn't see him again for, for a long, long time. He's a, until another scrawny guy, though. He's not scrawny, super... but fast. Yes. Yeah, he's he's got speed. Scrawny is not the right word. He's just I'm scrawny. I, he's, <laughs> he's, he's hey, he's lean. he's five, five, eight, one thirty three. So yeah. like he's. Yeah, he's wiry. That's the word yeah, you're wiry looking for. strength. Wiry, yeah. wiry strength. Absolutely. The one like uh, spring. He can do a lot of pull-ups versus us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could probably do one. We're definitely packing a little more than he is <laughs> around the waist, and unfortunately, um, yeah. he's also significantly long, younger than most of us in the uh-huh. room. But yep. uh, anyways, uh, the one wild card in here, I have no idea about this guy. Another. Uh, African connection here from Nigeria is Ibrahim Usman. He is uh, an outside back, a left back, uh, kind of like Nick Hines is also a left back. Uh, he's only 18 years old. He's six foot. I don't know anything more than that. All right. I mean, there's. I I tried. We don't I even s- have a picture of him on the. He's not. Yeah, he's not even. A, I have a picture of him that we should put on there. I, yeah. 
this probably won't even make it to <laughs> go and try. The picture little, will be up tomorrow. Yeah, the picture will be up tomorrow. <laughs> Good luck seeing his little hidden unlockable character face on <laughs> on our website. Gonna, Why did we put that there? I'm going to check uh, it at 2.30 tomorrow. We do that all the time. <laughs> Literally? Yeah. Yeah. Sounders does that all the time. Well, Sounders Unlockable character face? Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of place savers. Yeah, they sure. do it. Well, if, just put if you a don't have a, a soccer ball or a guy's a, foot, if you don't have a picture of a guy in your Back jersey, of a guy's or head, a, a silhouette well, yeah, of yeah. Uh, a soccer player in the yeah. stadium, they'll have no face, dude, just chilling for like a headshot. For a headshot, says so, you know, who? Kyle yeah, yeah, Rando. Who? Boom. Who? Yeah, exactly. Because it's like a, a question mark face or just a black silhouette on for the opposing like, team. For though. the opposing team. Right. Yeah. Quick question. Uh, yeah. Do a lot of uh, what's our connection to Cameroon? How did we uh, happen to get a relationship started and get two or three uh, players? Gosh, I wish I knew the exact answer to that. Um, with our work with Tanzania, you think we would have some <laughs> Tanzania <laughs> traveled? That's a callback. Man, I I actually Visit legit Mount Kilimanjaro. I legit miss those days. <laughs> Tanzania. Um, Sometimes watching those highlights, you can still see those stickers on the wall. There. That's so good. Um, so, no, I, you know, I, I don't know if I, I have the complete answer to that. Um, I think the Sounders have reached out to a few clubs um, out there. Rainbow FC is, is one name that you'd see around. If, if I remember correctly, I think Tolo played for them. Gosh. So we've got good scouting relationships. Yeah, yeah we, we do like. have a relationship with at least one club there. And I think the relationship actually goes more with a, a, a group of agents and okay. agent oh, companies. Yeah. So, um, you know, they'll they'll find the new hotshot Cameroonians mm-hmm. and we call them up and say what's up. And and uh, yeah, but it's 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 been a, a really fruitful connection. And, and I'd. Hopefully, a couple of these other guys will will pay off as well. Anywhere we can we can build a global talent pipeline mm-hmm. uh, or series of exactly. them. I mean, it seems like we purchase uh, or acquire players, you know, with money and allocation money out of uh, South and Central America, and then we develop kids through the academy mm-hmm. out of the Western African nations, and that that can't be a bad thing. That cannot be a bad thing. No, cast a can, wide net, yeah, right, a wide yeah. net, wide wide net. Right on, man. So uh, we do have a couple of questions from our listeners from Twitter. Let's hear it, Twitter. All right, Twitter. Of course, uh, you can find us at Flounders B Team on Twitter. You can find our podcast at www.floundersbteam.com or Channel 253, where other many great Tacoma podcasts are also distributed. Um, but uh, one question we have from uh, Captain Chromie262, uh, Joe Cromwell. I think he's in rural Illinois. Um, his basic question is, are we worried with JMO Smooth out? Yes. He's not. <laughs> yes. We're a little worried. He's a great talent and a, another weapon for the team. Mm-hmm. So I would say yes, a little worried. Okay. I would say absolutely. To say I'm absolutely not worried would be, <laughs> I I think that. Disingenuous at best. friend yeah. here. Did you say Professor Cromley? 
uh, Professor uh, Professor Cromwell. No, it's uh, <laughs> C- Captain Cromie. Captain Cromie. <laughs> it's Joe Cromwell. Captain, I can't say aye aye on this one, Captain. Aye <laughs> aye, Captain. Um, so, have there been any, been any developments since last we spoke uh, about our kind of pessimism around um, Jordan Morris's absence and Lagerway's uh, insistence that we're not doing any striker recruiting? Well, he he he's. The part of the negotiations, he doesn't want to tip his hand to anybody he's talking to because Absolutely. as soon as you know you're a target, agents are going to start, you know, bumping up the price. So, but okay, so but you, sp- I mean, the the beans are spilled, right? I mean, it's not as if they're looking. I yeah, I have to believe. To. I I wish, I wish in a way I was here a week earlier just so I could talk Nate off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Nate, your Nate, I don't know you, but fellow Nate social from studies teacher. Nate from Tacoma. I tip my cap down to you, level, sir. baby. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I listened <laughs> to that and, and laughed quite a bit because I was like, dude, I, I wish I could talk you off the ledge because I'm 100% with you. I, I think they are looking, but I think Garth Lagerway had to A, say the right thing mm-hmm. to his guys in the locker room mm-hmm. and B, Make it look like we're not looking while we are looking. Mm-hmm. And Always. boy, I just remembered what it was like to live near McCord. Yeah. I can, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This happens a few times a day. We get uh, uh, we get um, we get buzzed by C5s and and Hercules and all that good stuff at uh, Joint Base Lewis McCord yeah. every once in a while. But they keep it. Well, the difference between our first show, I mean, uh, the, the tech, Santa Tecla 1 and Santa Tecla 2. Oh, God. After after that huge after difference, the second Santa Tecla match, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. We're fine. We're fine. We're gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah I. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. Was like, guys, we'll we'll be okay. Well, we'll be okay. Just seeing the quality on the field, we're not going to be at this point. We're not going to be able to just you know hoof long balls and have people have jo- Jordan run up on it and oh, you yeah, know absolutely. have a guy bounce off of him because he you know maybe he's sturdier than than the defender that's trying to shove him, but. That opens up a lot of give and goes and a lot more technical. We are a technical, you know, pass, ticky tacky kind of one touch, two touch, move the ball around. Like back in the Clinton Oba days, I think we are going to be that team again. We're going to be slow, but very fast because the ball is going to be moving one, two, one, two, one, two. And it's mm-hmm. going to be really hard to uh, to defend unless you just start fouling people. And that's that's kind of what I'm expecting is we're going to draw a lot of fouls between the between the 50 and the 18 because we're moving the ball and they're just going to stomp on us to, to try to stop the flow. This particular uh, soccer supporter community has a tendency to overreact to everything, and that's myself included. <laughs> I think everybody in this room maybe. 100%. Um, yeah. we, you know, yeah. it's time to panic or it's time to picnic, one or the other, right? Yeah. And um, shout out, of course, to um, uh, Sounder at Heart and oh. No Saudi at this on that one. Thank you. Uh, but, uh, you know, time to panic. It's always seems like it's time to panic whenever some sort of adversity hits us. But uh, our management has been fairly consistent over the years in responding properly to these crises. So um, I have faith that that's going to happen and that's going to come forth in the in the upcoming Chivas match. I think we're going to we're going to see some really good performances. I think no matter the result, we will we'll all be happy with the performance. All right. Next question. Um, Joe Cromwell also would like to point out that Clint Dempsey is not too old for this, and he's going to take hashtag one last ride. I like it. Thank you, Captain. All right. Karsten uh, at Johnny Goska 
in on the Twitter says, uh, do we see Alfaro play again before the Open Cup with the signing of Kim? Are you okay with prioritizing uh, CONCACAF Champions League over MLS? And what is your favorite beer during the Sounders games? That's Thanks again, Tim, for the tickets. Five questions. It is. So let's go with one. Do we see Alfaro play again before Open Cup with the signing of Kim? I think Alfaro was probably slipped into the O'Neill Fisher doghouse with that, you know, poor performance given, you know, given balls away. And then also his two yellows. Yeah. yeah. He's, now, we, uh, we we were down. We were losing that match before that happened. But <clears throat> you know, we'll see. He's had disciplinary, or he's had uh, uh, discipline issues. Uh, you know, personal discipline and disciplinary issues uh, throughout the uh, preseason and into uh, basically all of these all of these matches that we've experienced with him. Like team he, stuff. Like you're not coming back. Like just by no, no 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 more like I, I you know just I actually thought this persistent was fouling yeah, no I don't, fouling, I don't yeah. persistent yeah. fouling uh, poor performances uh, getting frustrated on the pitch uh, yeah. not 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 defending um, for one uh, and he's had inconsistent performances of the last four or five appearances that we've seen him both in preseason away a lot of high pressure moments and I. You know, I'd be okay if I didn't see him play another minute, frankly, because we've got other pieces. Yeah, I'm to be honest, that's about where I'm at, which is which is tough when you have a, a kid in an organization um, who's who's been an, a nice guy, because to be honest, we have a team full of nice guys. You know, mm-hmm. I there's a spot in my heart because when. Alfaro signed as a draft pick. He got a ton of minutes at S2. I got to see him kind of come up in that first year. Mm-hmm. He grew so much. But I got to say, last year, I, I didn't see any growth. And then this is how the year started. Um, yeah, I'm pretty... I'm pretty hesitant on wanting to see him play more minutes myself. Do you want him to... Do you want him to go down to S2 and develop a little more? Or has that ship sailed? Wow. Uh, for me, in a way, I'm, you know, if if he comes down and, and plays a couple games, I, I would be OK with that. Uh, but that's the answer is a couple because, hey, we got two quality center backs that mm-hmm. are 18 and 19 years old. And and albeit center backs take maybe a little bit longer to mm-hmm. develop. Um, but yeah, Sam Rogers, Rodriguez L. Come on. now. Does like, he have those, anything to teach those guys? I would much rather prefer Dad Marshall be the one teaching. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> out of swaddle. Yeah. It's 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 painful to be in that middle position, it right? Really where you're not yeah, getting some first feel team, him. and yeah, yeah, it's tough. I agree. But he's he's got to figure it out. The writing's on the wall that mm-hmm. you have two quality young center backs at S two. You have three extremely good center backs above you now uh, on the first team. Um, so. He's got to figure it out here within the next few months, or I actually would not be shocked if uh, we waived him during the summer transfer summer window transfer, to, to free up some space. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. So go for the kill, kiddo. So hopefully he, yeah, go go get it, Tony. Prove us wrong. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so next question again from Karsten: Are you okay with prioritizing Concacaf Champions League over MLS in this game? I assume is the subtext. One hundred percent. Yep. We've the last two or three years, we've had such crappy starts. We know we can rebound from a crappy start. So mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's uh, let's 
Let's go for the kill. I'd rather have a crappy start than a crappy midseason uh, where we're struggling to try to figure out the pieces during that summer transfer window. We've done that, too. Which we've done a lot of. Just for the sake of good radio, I'm going to disagree. Oh, tell me more. Even even though I agree with you guys, I'm going to disagree for the sake of You're good radio. P- place the p- counterpoint. All right. My counterpoint will be look at our sluggish start that we had last year. Okay. And we ended up, what, second seed? I'm not quite sure where we finished in the Supporter Shield uh, race there. But how much of a better chance are we going to have in MLS Cup if we host it? At CenturyLink. If we host that game, the MLS Cup final at CenturyLink, we're winning that freaking game. Okay? If we got to go to Toronto again, I'm thinking 7 out of 10 games Toronto wins, right? Just like 7 out of 10, we'd win here. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. If not 8, because I really believe in our home crowd and whatnot. But. You know, that's so that'll be my counterpoint here is like we we have to if we value MLS Cup, that means we can't just sit on our hands for a few games at the beginning of the season. We got to go get it. So that'll be my counterpoint, even though I would argue I would argue that we didn't sit on our hands for that match, though. I mean, we put out a, a sub we, we put out a sub par lineup in order to put a hopefully a strong lineup against this team on on Wednesday, but 25 shots. Like we were peppering the goal and it just was not going in. And it was, they were quality shots. They were quality chances and they just stood up. I'd say, you know, most of those came after Ikram came in though. Yeah. So I would okay. say, I would Fair say enough. if we were going for it with LAFC, maybe Ikram plays the full 90. Okay. Then let's rewind even so, further. Okay. If we go, if we go hard at Santa Tecla for the win, then we can rest a lot of guys oh, that's here. Absolutely true too. Guadalajara, you mean? No. Oh, oh rewinding. We Sorry. You to, said if we brought a good squad to win in Santa Tecla, then our home leg is a lot more of at ease. Like like the home legs versus Houston, uh, where the thing is almost in the bag. Mm-hmm. You just don't screw it up. Okay. Then, so you would sequence it differently. Then we can use that really good team versus LA, and then we can balance and juggle, and it's not yeah. essential. But I don't think we can. I don't think we can. We can cakewalk against. Uh, I don't think we can cakewalk against Guadalajara even at home. No, uh, no, no, no there's no. no way. No, there no. is no way. No, we got past that first round, and now now it's going to be hard. Yeah. yeah. Long story short, this season, this tournament is over by 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 the L A at L A match. This thing is over the end of April. So right on. By Cinco de Mayo, yeah, we're either going to be raising cups. <clears throat> Or drinking out of them. <laughs> Red Solo. Or both. Red Solo Cup. Um, I, you know, I, I don't mind dropping games uh, early in the season. Um, yeah, and this is where I I'm going to come around and start agreeing with yeah. you guys again. Yeah, no, I. it's a 34-match season. I'm okay with what happened. I would have much rather preferred we got a point on Saturday. Yeah, of course. Sunday. Um, that really sucked. But, uh, yeah, we can... We can take it easy. You know, this next weekend, we don't have an MLS game, so uh, we can go after it. This first uh, game here at home, we can still send a good squad to to Chivas. Oh, we're not playing Dallas until the 30th or 31st? Uh, let me double check. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think there's a... If there's a little bit of a break, then yeah. Send send the... Send go the, ham. 
execution. Yeah, at squad. least on on mine, you might want to double check me. But your uh, calendar, your calendar's probably good. But yeah, uh, March eighteenth is when we play Dallas. So if okay, we, that's if eleven we play, days. Yeah, yeah, if we play Chivas on the seventh and the fourteenth, you know, we that's a week we can and a half. we can go, go we yeah we can go after it here at home and and at Chivas will be a little bit trickier because uh, we're turning right back around and playing you know Wednesday to Sunday, but um, that's. Yeah, I th- I think we're in a in a decent position uh, for this so next seventh, fourteenth, seventh, thirteenth, eighteenth, seventh. I guess that would be fourteenth, eighteenth, fourteenth, eighteenth. Okay, right? They're both Wednesdays, correct? Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, right on. Okay, I don't think we have any other questions other than Joe Cromwell saying these are much better questions than mine. Uh, <laughs> but very good questions from everybody. If you'd like to ask questions for our next show, just go ahead and hit Ask a Flounder next Monday night. Uh, we're hoping to have um, uh, um, 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 what's his name? Big, uh, big. yeah, me to Seattle. Hugo, Hugo <laughs> Garcia. Uh, on the show to talk about uh, Guadalajara. I can't promise you that's going to happen because we've got some logistical stuff we're trying to work out with cell phones and data, uh, but we're going to see what we can do. Uh, Hugo is actually a Guadalajara supporter, um, and Guadalajara is where he, where he, I believe he was born in Guadalajara. Uh, so he will have some perspectives on the match as a Sounders supporter and as uh what are you shaking your head at? He is not a Sounders supporter for this turn. <laughs> this I, home and away. <laughs> I, I would agree, but as a Sounders supporter and and <laughs> a and a, a supporter for Guadalajara uh, Chivas, he's going to have some great perspectives and a great story to tell, and that's what we're here for. We're here for that Absolutely. story. Yep. So, Everybody has multiple And Hugo can tell a story. He can oh, definitely yeah. tell a story. He's a cool dude, has a cool job doing cool stuff for cool people all over the world. I mean, he's a great dude in the community, man. Anyway, so you're listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast. Tim, you had one more parting shot? Just uh, quickly, if you are a season ticket holder, the Wednesday match is part of your season ticket package. Don't yes, forget. absolutely. Because, uh, some of us got a phone call from Garth, and uh, <laughs> he, said, he said as much. Absolutely. Just letting you know, you got free tickets. It's really cool that they're actually including those in the season ticket package. They're just showing up. It's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if, if the entire tournament is, which would be awesome, because having having good seats in the supporter section or wherever you are in the stadium for these matches, as we get further and further down, hopefully to the final, we'll have a home and away. Mm-hmm. Then uh, that's going to be a rock in the tournament. Oh, my God. And uh, I'm trying to get my passport so that we can get down to Mexico City if it happens to be at America That's for the final. Cool. That would be really cool. Or I'd Toronto. love to make that trip as a fan. Or Toronto. Or, or Toronto. You had to go there. Hey, uh, anything's <laughs> I'm possible. sure Toronto's yeah. beautiful in the springtime. Yeah, there's probably a song written about it. <laughs> go on, you Reds. Yeah, something by Celine Dion, probably. <laughs> Near and very far. Yeah. All right, so this is Steve. Uh, thank you so much to Casey Catherwood and Dave Montgomery for showing up on the show today and 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 giving us some knowledge on what's happening with Sounders FC2 here in Tacoma. Tim Hamilton, as always, thank you for being here uh, and anchoring the show for us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for the whiskey yeah, podfish, thank man. Thanks for the friendship, Tim. Tim brought the whiskey and the friendship this time around. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. Whiskey with friends. That's right. a 
It's an app on your smartphone. All right. Super dope. And again, thanks right. thanks again for having me. This is a lot of fun. Dave, I love having you here. Uh, good luck with your season. Let's hope to have you on uh, on again in uh, a month or two, huh? I'd love yeah, to have when, you here. When my, when you're when free. my calendar clears out a yeah, little bit. Just Spring reach break, out, man. Spring break? I don't know. We would love to see you. Yeah. We would love to have you, and we're really looking forward to it. Uh, again, this is Steve Kettleson. Thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. You can find us on the internet at floundersbteam.com, on Twitter at Flounders B Team or Channel 253, and you can get a ton of great podcasts about Tacoma, around Tacoma, surrounding Tacoma, and uh, near Tacoma. Sure. Why not? Boom. Uh, Channel253.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Have a great night. This is Channel 253. Hello, Casey. How are you? Ready to podcast. Fucking dog. Drink. Dave, how are you? I'm swell. Tim, how are you doing? Here. Oh, it's, it's... Stefan. Stefan's magic hands. How you doing? They're good. And the ghost of Clint Dempsey. Oh, you know, you know, I'm just hanging out, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I am. Ooh. Chains Ooh. rattle. Cute. Oh, we got, the, we got the master Stop, Foley guy you're over here. Me. You're he scaring the children. <laughs> he doesn't wear chains. You're scared. Hey, oh, <laughs> he likes to keep it Nagadocha style. Are you recording? We're always recording, Tim. Right. Just always no. assume the mic is hot.